yo, yo, beautiful people. We are back again. My name is Carrington Hawkins. And my name is Chelsea Hawkins. And this is The Way Love Goes, the podcast where we're sharing our experiences and the experiences of others in an effort to educate and change the narrative on love and relationships amongst millennials. We're glad to be back. Yes, it's been some months. Yeah, big... Big months. Um, we've been having some things going on in the world. Um, Personally. Yeah, trying to navigate through all of that. Heal. And everything. So, but um, we're glad to be back, and we got some. We got some good stuff. We're gonna talk about this go around for uh, what's this episode thirteen? Thirteen. Yeah, episode thirteen. We made it to. Um, we definitely appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us thus far. Um, it's. Been a little rocky, but we're going to try to stay more consistent on dropping our episodes and everything moving forward um, as we getting our uh, new setup uh, all ironed out and looking good and, you know, sounding good for y'all. Yes, we will be on Apple Podcast, so yeah. we'll be moving over there, too. Yes, indeed. So y'all will be able to listen on the Apple Podcast app. Moving forward, um, that's, you know, getting all ironed out. And that's easier access, especially for iPhone users. Yeah. You know, they don't want to go to Podbean sometimes. Or Spotify. And have to download something that they don't usually use. You know, you want to accommodate some people. Uh-huh. And we are accommodating our listeners. Indeed. With that said, we're going to get into... Um, our hot topic, well, first, the uh, topic for today is love addiction. This episode is on love addiction. And, um, baby, you going to go ahead and hit them with the hot topics for today. Oh, yeah. So, uh, love addiction is um, basically a disorder, a personality disorder that um, affects your love life and your personal life and everything else if you have it because it affects every different part of your life. So my little definition is love addiction refers to a pattern of behavior characterized by an excessive interest towards one or more romantic partners, resulting in lack of control, the renounce of other interests and behavior, and other negative consequences. So, basically, it's not a good thing. Not at all. So... I was thinking about this because I actually first heard of love addiction on Teen Mom. And they were referring to, if you watch Teen Mom, they were referring to Kale, one of Kale, Kale's, Kale, Kale, Kaelin. I don't even know how to say her name, (laughs) but one of her baby daddies, Javi, and um, like, just his weird behavior, and then Dr. Drew was just basically saying, you know, he might be a love addict. And I was like, hmm, I didn't even know that that was a thing. But then when, you know, you go back and, like, look at their history, and I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole nother episode, you know, you see the patterns of love addiction, you know, in, like, shows like that. But I 
was thinking about this one particular celebrity who just got back with her old flame recently, right after a breakup. Thanos herself. J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> and I wanted to... Collecting all the <laughs> We aren't going to shame her. We are just bringing up, you know, her patterns yeah. in the, from the past and Indeed. how it can be connected to love addiction. Indeed. Nobody's shaming J-Lo for going for what she wants. Right. But, uh... Something so species. Yeah, and we're not going to diagnose her, but I'm about to, you know, just go through these different, you know, patterns. So, you know, she put out Selena, and she got, that was her, like, breakthrough, you know, her crossover, if you say, you know. And, you know, everybody started to know her, so she got married to a producer in 1997. Um, they divorced 11 months later. And right after, she was dating P. Diddy. And everybody knows that with the green dress, you know, plunging neckline. And, you know, they were dating for, I think, two years. So they were dating from 1999 to 2001. And so we move on to Chris Judd, and that was another um, man that she, I believe, married. Yeah, she married. And they got married, what day was that? 2001, September. Oh, so the same year she broke up with With P. Diddy. Right, Right after the club incident. Yeah. She just went to Chris Judd. And so after that. like a hippie. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) After that, she dated Ben Affleck. That was start. They got engaged in 2002. Not, you know, shortly after they, her divorce from Chris Judd. So that's that. When did they break up? 2004. After that, Mark Anthony came into the picture. June. <laughs> June. Of 2004. 2004. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's not many gaps in between. You know, then she dated this backup dancer called... Um, Bo Smart. Casper Smart, basically. Yeah. And um, they were together for like three years and ended it, I believe, in 2016. Oh, well, we have to note. That <laughs> she left Mark Anthony. They split in July 2011. And she was with. She was with what? She started dating the other dude in November of 2011. Casper Smart. Yeah. So, and then she, broke, you know, she divorced, not divorced, but broke up for good with Casper Smart in 2016. And then you remember, she started this fling with Drake. Everybody know the pictures when they was cuddling on the couch. And we was like, oh my gosh, they make a cute couple. And that was in 2016, December, right after she broke up with Casper Smart. Okay, and then we go to the most recent with her and A-Rod. And this is what made my, you know, you know, will start turning in my brain. And I was like, wait a minute. 
She ain't had no, you know, single life. No. <laughs> Over, you know, 20 years probably. Just think, about. Yeah, 20 years. So then it was uh, A-Rod, and they just broke up. And when would they break up? Like this year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah this year, this March year. this year. And then she turns around and starts dating Ben Affleck again in the same years, probably the, like the same month, because I remember the pictures coming out. Just about. And now they're talking about, you know, they're getting married. They're about to move in. Well, they want to spend, you know, their lives together. They didn't say they're getting married, but yeah. they said that they want to spend their lives together. So I brought all this up to say the timeline. I'm not shaming her. She, you know, if you hopeless and romantic, you a hopeless romantic. But I'm just saying there hasn't been any gaps of, you know, where you have a heartbreak. You've been with these people for like three years or something. Mm-hmm. And you usually have a little gap of, you know, where I'm just trying to do me. I'm trying, trying to focus on me. I'm trying to, you know. I ain't trying to date or nothing, but it yeah. seemed like every time she broke up, she had, like, I understand she is beautiful and she has a body and she is, and I bet a lot of men are flocking to her. Yeah. However, I feel like she hasn't taken the time for herself. Not once. Like, ever. And that, like, her... Dating life has only been publicized after Selena. So we we don't know her, you know. Growing up, how she yeah, was. Yeah, how growing up, how she was. If she ever had a single life mm-hmm. in her, you know, adolescence, you know, being in high school or whatever. Exactly. So we don't know. But. But the... um. Signs are pointing to a little bit of love addiction. But again, we're not going to diagnose her because we are not therapists. But it seems sketchy. I'm just saying. We're just going to present the evidence and let y'all do what y'all do. Y'all do with that what y'all want. Yeah. And we're going to move on to signs that you might be a love addict for your personal lives. And the symptoms and examples of what healthy love is and what love addiction is so let's get into that yeah okay so some common signs of love addiction may look like um needing to be in love um, putting a romantic partner on a pedestal you know obsessing over romantic interests um needing to fall in love often you know how that go and then seeing emotional comfort from a partner to the point of unrequited love. How many of uh, you know of you out there have went through that? And inability, uh, I'm sorry, inability to be alone, and experiencing cravings, withdrawals, euphoria, and dependency on their partner. Like your their drug. Yeah. So those are just some signs and symptoms, and if. Those, you know, match up to what you're going through in your life, then I, you know, not to be, you know, funny, I would seriously go and seek a therapist just because uh, that's unhealthy to have those, you know, different signs and stuff. I would see one immediately. 
All right, so let's get into some examples. So we're going to be echoing about five different examples of love addiction and then healthy love. So, Carrington, I'll let you start. Okay, so with love addiction, the relationship is based on need. With healthy love, the relationship is based on desire. With love addiction, your relationship is driven by feeling incomplete or flawed without a partner. With healthy love, your relationship is based on feeling sufficient and whole with or without a partner. With love addiction, your relationship is based on who you want the other person to be. With healthy love, your relationship is based on who the other person is. With love addiction, chemistry is the top priority in the beginning. With healthy love, chemistry is one among several priorities. You want to give them a few more? Yeah, we may as well. Like three more. Okay. So with love addiction... You look outward for another to fix, feel, or complete you. And then for healthy love, your love flows from inside based on feelings of sufficiency. With love addiction, you may have one or more people lined up in the case. I'm sorry, lined up just in case the current relationship ends. And with healthy love, you focus on the relationship without needing a ready replacement should it end. And just one more. With love addiction, you find emotionally emotionally unavailable or abusive partners. And then for healthy love, you find emotionally available partners that treat you well. So those are... Some examples of love addiction and healthy love. And if you want to see some more examples, you can go to psychcentral.com. Psychcentral.com. Pull up on there. But that wraps up our um, episode on love addiction. Yeah, short and sweet. We just wanted to get y'all some information. Um, Use that however you may. Um, If you do not currently see a therapist and feel like you may have this issue seek out some therapy there's nothing wrong with it we got to lift the stigma on therapy and trying to better ourselves yes i am currently looking for a therapist right now so uh do not feel ashamed if you do need one indeed well that's a wrap for us This has been another episode of The Way Love Goes, the podcast. I'm Carrington Hawkins. I'm Chelsea Hawkins. And until next time, peace, love, keep it G. Peace, love, and (laughs) care.